Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. Today, we talk about the Rat Terrier. Yeah, let me guess. Those are dogs bred to hunt rats? Absolutely. It's in their name. And what I read is that that the naming of the breed is actually attributed to Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, really? So yeah. he's got a teddy bear and he's got a dog breed. Well, yeah. And, and he started the National Park System. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So the rat terrier is bred for ratting. And um, they're a, a sweet little dog. I just loved learning more about them. Yeah, they were wonderful. And it was exciting to get to meet uh, Riley, Racy, and Franco. And there's a unique story behind it. And Megan's going to tell you a little bit about their owner. Yeah, so their dad is Jerome Jerenovich, who is a local sportscaster and works with the Atlanta Braves and Atlanta Hawks. So we're both big sports fans, big Braves fans. And um, so I, you know, I'd be tweeting about the Braves. Braves had a really good season. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't end the way we wanted it mm-hmm. to. <laughs> but uh, Jerome and I would correspond and, you know, saw that we both liked dogs. And it was in his bio that he was a big dog lover and had rat terriers. And, of course, in mine, it talks about my books and my dogs. So um, recently he said something about, you know, when are you going to when are we going to talk rat terriers? And I said, we're ready when you are. And we, uh, we we planned it and we met up. And it was such a pleasure meeting this man who has such a tender heart for dogs. Uh, heart heart this big, guys. I mean, just just huge heart for dogs. Yeah. And I think you're going to find his story uh, about another dog in his life really heartwarming. Absolutely, yes. So let's jump into it, and let's meet Jerome, Riley, Racy, and Franco. We are so excited to be here with Jerome and his beautiful rat terriers. So I'm going to let you tell us who's who, because I know we've got Racy. Race car red is Racy. That's her sister, Riley in the purple. And this, uh, my latest rescue project here is Franco Money in the Bank O'Harris, named <laughs> after the former Pittsburgh Steelers. Great, because my prior rat terrier was Rocky as in Rocky Blyer. So now here's the other half of that running back tandem. And we are going to talk about his story in just a minute. But first, we're going to talk about the breed as a whole. Okay. So if people are interested in rat terriers, let us know what what's their energy level like? What's their personality like? Well, they have big personalities, number one. They do require exercise, but they're nowhere near as hyper as a Jack Russell or a lot of the smaller terriers. I first started looking into a small dog when I was living in a condo in Los Angeles. Wanted a dog, very small yard, and I thought in a big two-bedroom condo, it would be unfair to have a large animal. Yeah. So I started researching small dogs, and I was always enamored with Jack Russells. Mm-hmm. But when I read that their energy level was through the roof, I said, <laughs> this is not going to work because I didn't have a yard. That would be unfair to the dog. Yeah. So I started looking at different terrier breeds and discovered these. They're in the same lineage, but not as hyper. They don't go crazy. When the doorbell rings, they will bark. Yeah. But if you have company, they're not yippers like a little poodle. They're not, nothing wrong with poodles. <laughs> but they're not going to drive your company nuts. Um, so they do require exercise, but I generally walk them maybe once or twice a day. We have a nice backyard. They, they have plenty of exercise in the yard. 
And I think if you really just walked them once a day, you would be fine. They're, they're, they're little cuddle bunnies, but uh, yeah. they will go crazy when the doorbell rings, no question about it. And I did read that, that if you had one walk a day and then some playtime, that they're happy, which yeah. is definitely different than the higher energy terriers. So Well, one of the beauties is they're so small that if it's a rainy day and you can't walk them, you just run from the living room through the dining room <laughs> into the kitchen, do that three times, and they're tuckered out. At least I am. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, you said they're not really big barkers. No, surprisingly, they're not. Now, if they see another dog, they'll bark out of excitement while yeah. you're walking your dog. But as I said, if, if you have company or somebody knocks on the door, they'll bark at first. But once they come in, as long as they smell them, they're fine. They're, these guys are more on the loving side than they are on the aggressive side. So. Yeah. Uh, other than being startled or seeing a rabbit or a squirrel, they're not really barkers. They're, they're fine in the house. Uh, it's really the doorbell that triggers them, whether okay. it's on a commercial or your actually yes. door, doorbell. Yeah, those commercials get us Yeah, too. they get all the time. <laughs> so um, do they shed? They are a short-haired breed, but as yeah, we've yeah. been learning... Yeah, I will say that. The one negative to these dogs is they shed those fine little white hairs. They probably shed the black ones too. You just don't see the black yeah. ones. But those little white ones get everywhere. So if you're a dog owner, you don't mind dog hair, or, or you're okay. But if you're kind of, if that's a trigger for you, yep. you're going to walk around with one of those lint rollers all the time. We have two or three of them around the house. But other than our dress clothes, we don't care because yeah. we're dog people. Yeah, and you, you learn to not wear black and... <laughs> yeah, as I have a black shirt on, but I don't care. Um, so health-wise, are they a pretty healthy breed? For the most part. This, these are my fourth, fifth, and sixth rat terriers, and I really have had no health issues with them. Surprisingly, these two turned 13 in July. They do not look it. I know they're kind of far away. You can't tell, but they probably look like they're seven or eight years old. They're very muscular. They're very in shape. They yeah. do a great job. He's a different story because he spent his whole life in a, in a uh, puppy mill cage. But not really any genetic health issues that okay. are passed down from one level to the other, which is quite common in some other breeds, but not really with these. They, look, the ones that I've had that have gotten really, really old, over 15, have all had eye issues. But a lot of dogs, when you start getting yeah. to that age, you're going to have eye issues. Yep, yep. We have that, we have that as well. Um, so grooming then, I, I guess, you know, it's short hair, so it's easy to take care of. Yeah, you just throw them in the tub and give them a quick rinse. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really easy. I just gave them a quick bath yesterday. Uh, they say you can brush them to try to knock down some of that hair, but I, I, I don't really do it. They don't really brush, they don't really shed that much, yeah. not in clumps, Yeah. like a long hair retreat. And they don't, they don't shed that way. You just get that little fine hair. And I also noticed that if you brush them a lot like that, doesn't really make that much of a difference. Yeah. And, you know, one of them loves the big brush, the other two not so much. Yeah, so. yeah. So you just roll with it. Roll, yeah. <laughs> um, would you say that this would be a good breed for first a first-time dog parent? I would say yes. Uh, when I was researching the breed, three things we were looking for. One, a very smart animal that could learn quickly. Mm -hmm. Number two, they, I did not want to yip, 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 because that's just annoying when, the, when they bark at everything. Yeah. And three, well, we wanted a dog that got along with adults, other dogs, and children. Mm -hmm. Now, my kids are teenagers and up, so I'm not worried about that. But they do get along great 
with other dogs. They're not really afraid of little kids as long as, it, you know, as kids don't go charging at them. Yeah. But once they get acclimated within five to 10 seconds of the child, they're fine with the kids. You don't have to worry about them biting a little child. That's great. You know, so that, that you know, where we lived in Los Angeles, about four people in the building had dogs mm -hmm. and they were all larger and they got along great with all of them. We take them to dog parks to get along. Franco, the exception, yeah. but the other ones I've had no problems at the park. Awesome. Um, anything else that we should know about the breed in general? Uh, they're little love bugs. So if you want a dog that uh, is just going to sit on the floor and ignore you, don't get this dog. <laughs> because if you're on the couch, more than likely they're going to be want to sit next to you Aww. or on the pillow next to you. Yep. Uh, they will steal your bed if you're not careful, but a lot of dogs will do that. The beauty of having a small dog is you just shove them at the bottom. You don't know they're there. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're so little that I don't think they take up so much space. So yeah. it's like, you know, get in the bed, join us. But there's plenty of room. Plenty they of they room. do have big personalities. It, they don't know you that well. It takes a while. Once you warm up, they warm up to you, I should say. Mm -hmm. Then they'll kind of expose them. He's a little different story being the rescue. Sure. But uh, they do have really good personalities and completely different from one another. These two are sisters. They've been together since the womb, and they're complete opposites. One is basically a mini version of Marley and me. Not the brightest tool in the shed, but the most loving and sweetest dog. She's basically my shadow. She goes everywhere I go. This other one is completely independent, but uh, she kind of rules the roost. She's the smartest dog by, by far that I've ever had. Wow. But um, they're, both, they're both very loving dogs. What are you doing there, Riley? <laughs> she's like, I'm showing them how smart I am. Yeah, she's rubbing her, so I have to go home and clean her ears. <laughs> Well, there was a yellow jacket flying that flew around her, so she got out of the way. So, very first time I met her, she stuck her head in a in a bee's nest that was in the ground uh -oh. and got stung on top of her head, and she had a big bump. Uh oh. And I was so worried it was going to be there the rest of her life, but it, it dissipated in a couple in about a so week. She or two. knew she as soon as yeah, I so flew she, near yeah. her, she was like, "I'm getting out of she's here." She's been scarred since <laughs> she was a little thing. And she's probably trying to wipe her scent into the ground so the bee can't find her again, right? Say, so, yes, "I'm smart. I'm a smart little girl." Um, all right, so tell us Franco's story. Well, when I moved back to Atlanta in 07, I was looking to rescue a dog, and I went down to the Humane Society on Howell Mill Road, and I saw a larger version. This is your typical smaller rat terrier. They come in two sizes. Most of them are this size, but they have a standard, which could be maybe four or five inches higher. And I saw what was to become Rocky Jurenovich was in there. So I pulled Rocky, and he turned out to be the greatest pet I've ever owned, even though I love all of them the same. Yes. Um, he was my first true experience with a rescue dog from a shelter. And he was fantastic. I'm originally from Pittsburgh. I've always wanted to have two male dogs named Franco and Rocky after Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer. But these two are female, so I couldn't name one of them Franco or Rocky. <laughs> so there was Rocky. And when Rocky passed, it broke my heart in a way I never thought would possibly imagine. Boy, dogs can really steal your heart. Yeah. And um, I cried like a baby. I'm not afraid to admit it. Yep. I, I tear up even thinking about him. Yeah. So after I put him down, what a difficult decision, but it was the proper decision. You have to do it at a certain time. I went, uh, took a couple months, and at the end of the baseball season, when I had some free time, I said, I'm going to go out and get another dog uh, to honor Rocky. And then I went down to the same Humane Society on Howell Mill, and there was this old guy who had spent his entire life in a cage in a puppy mill situation in Tennessee. Aww. 
no medical. They said he was 10 years old, but he is by far a lot older than that. Yeah. So he has a lot of medical conditions. He doesn't necessarily respond like your typical dog because he never learned how to play. He was never given any love growing up. Um, no real human No contact. human interaction. It's, it's just a shame. But to honor Rocky, I wanted to take an older dog and uh, provide him some love and some care, proper care, the last couple years of his life. And so this guy's name was Frank at the Humane Society. Oh, and I said, perfect. well, I'm throwing an O at the end of that name, and this is Frank O to go along with my old boy Rocky. Aww. So as I said, I fell in love with the breed, uh, needed a small dog. We chose a small dog out of need yeah. a long, long time ago. And the more familiar I became with the breed, the more I loved it. And it's once you have one dog of that breed, you're acclimated to it. It's, uh, it's easy to adjust and uh, just kept taking them. Well, he is just so sweet. And, you know, my heart goes out to people like you who take on the senior dogs because it's not easy. Um, yeah. You know, it's they obviously usually have medical conditions. And, you know, you're not yes. going to get the yeah. years that you are with no. a younger dog. But right. it's so important and it's so um, rewarding, isn't it? To... It is. And I, I don't need anybody thank you but i don't need any i didn't do it to have people pat me on the right. back and say oh what a nice gesture on your behalf i did it to honor rocky yeah and then i did it because this is one of god's creatures and he didn't get a fair shake in life i'm getting emotional i know and i wanted the little bugger <laughs> to experience what love was yeah. i wanted him to understand what treats were i wanted him to experience a warm bed inside of a house and understand how nice it is to be petted while you're on the couch, while your owner's watching TV. To be warm. And just to understand when you hear the plastic crinkle that it's probably a treat so you can come running into the kitchen. He never had that. Yeah. Now he has it. And it's been about two years, but he actually uh, is showing signs of what a real dog should be. Aww. But I, would, I wouldn't necessarily discourage someone from taking a senior dog. I just would wish that you would go down to a shelter and get a dog because yeah. it is a rewarding experience. Rocky was not a senior. Rocky was two when I got him. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it was he had already been fixed and he was already house trained. That was amazing. These two were not fixed or house trained because I got them as little puppies. And uh, that was work. They're more, <laughs> they were more work then than he is now, I can wow. tell you that. Wow. Well, that definitely is a, a big plus for adopting in general and adopting a senior dog. So yeah. thank you for doing that. You're and, welcome. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know Jerome, I have to say, this is Jerome Jurenovich of Atlanta. So um, if you're listening on the podcast, that voice probably sounds awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is the amateur interviewing the professional. So. Well, I, w I don't know about that because you sound as every bit as professional as I am. But <laughs> for those who don't know who I am, I host the Braves and the Hawks pre and post game shows. And so this T-shirt that I'm wearing today, I bought in Phoenix when I was traveling with the Braves. And right across the street from the hotel was a uh, Phoenix Humane Society office. And I stopped in to make a donation and pet some of the dogs that were up for adoption. And I saw this T-shirt and said, who rescued who? And I said, that's me. I got to get it. So I bought this as well. I love it. I, I think it's perfect. And, you know, the fact that you're out on the road and you have an opportunity to, to donate is uh, always cool. And, you know, you got your, your, your dog fix, right? I did get my dog fix for today. That's it, it was worth going in there and buying the T-shirt just to be able to pet all those dogs that were up for adoption. I saw a meme on Facebook the other day where it was a picture and it was a... Uh, 
picture of a credit card in a credit card machine and it said, declined, you have already spent too much on your dog today. <laughs> and I said, that is exactly me right there. Every time I see anything, yep. especially toys or goofy shirts or any kind of dog material that's Pittsburgh Steelers related oh, or Atlanta yeah. Braves related, I always buy it. I have way too much of that stuff. Well, I liked that your cardboard cutout for the stadium was you with the yeah. three dogs. That was yeah, this summer, if you're not familiar, they weren't allowing fans in the stadium for the Braves games but you could purchase a, a car, cardboard cutout of whatever you wanted, a picture of yourself, your dog, uh, a loved one. And they asked if they could use pictures from all the broadcasters. And so we were supposed to submit our own selection. And I told my wife, I said, I, you can't just take a picture of me. <laughs> so I couldn't just pick one dog. So I was holding all three. And let me tell you, it took about 15 shots <laughs> to get that one. And none of them were actually cooperating, but we picked the best that we could. It's always hard to get that family photo with more than one dog. Yeah, yeah there's always a, one not paying attention. Yep, yep. and yeah. as a human, you just sit there and smile yep. as long as you can. Yep. Well, thank you so much for introducing us to this breed. I know that there is a uh, rat terrier rescue here locally because we had a neighbor who had a couple of dogs from there. So we will be nice. sure to post that in the, uh, the, the um, show notes and everybody can find out about Rescue groups will also... Little rat terriers. Yeah. They're fun dogs. I can't recommend them enough. I'll tell you, they're a lot of fun. They're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I just love Jerome. What a guy. What a really, really nice guy. And like I said earlier, big as heart ever for, for dogs. Yes, a heart of gold. And, I, I mean, I just, you know, I, I, I couldn't say enough how how compassionate he is and mm -hmm. how much his dogs mean to him. And I hope, I'm sure you saw it in the interview. Um, it's funny because after the interview, we, we kept talking as we walked to our cars and with as much as I can talk about dogs and Michael can talk about sports, I think we could have talked to Jerome for hours. Oh, it's so easy to talk to. So uh, just a great guy, uh, fantastic personality, and you can really see his love for his little creatures. Uh, it just, it, it just shines through. It's yeah. undeniable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, the fact that he rescued Franco in tribute to his other dog that had passed away. Yeah. Rocco. Yeah. yeah it's just, I mean, it's just so sweet. And, um, we hope you got to see, um, some good images of Franco because Franco was rescued from a puppy mill situation mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not uncommon for those dogs to kind of have that hunch in the back problems because they're literally spending their lives in cages, not able to move freely. And and um, and, and that's just a tragedy that, that we have in this country and in others. And the fact that he, that Jerome wanted to rescue this dog who had a horrible life. I mean, not just early life, life, because he's a senior dog that's been adopted. He wanted to give him whatever is left of his life, some wonderful years. And, and that's just, that's just huge. So wonderful man. Um, just loved meeting those sweet little dogs. Yeah, They definitely, so what I found in my research is they are definitely less active than other terriers and yeah. I could see that for sure. Yeah, they were, they were calm. Um, <laughs> we heard them uh, we were setting up to do the shoot and we heard them and I'm thinking, Oh yeah, those are terriers. But then when they got up there and met us, I'm just went, went into calm mode. And <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. The, I, he, he mentioned it. Yeah. These are one of the more calmer 
terriers and i'm like yeah they certainly are um we did we did notice that riley when she saw a couple other dogs she had to bark at them and say hello mm-hmm. um but um yeah definitely more calm of course you know they're older too so they're right. not like they're puppies um but this is an American original, so bred in the United States. They have a smooth, shiny coat in a variety of colors, always with white. So, you know, mm-hmm. some browns, blacks, but there's always white. And again, this dog, you know, short hair, but does shed. So mm-hmm. as Jerome said, you need to have some lint rollers with you. <laughs> um, but you only really need weekly brushing and a monthly bath. So right. pretty low maintenance. Yeah, yeah, low maintenance, uh, clean, Um they are, they are uh, like Megan said earlier, they're not as high strong as some of the other terriers. So they can go for a little walk and they're good for the day. Uh, which So they would be a good apartment dog. Uh, matter of fact, we heard Jerome talk about it. He was, he was in a condo or an apartment in L.A. And that's why he decided to go with this breed. And, uh, you know, so that, that, that there is a, is a great attribute to someone who maybe is uh, single and works and, you know, Come home, walk your dog. He's good to go, and they're lovable, too. He said they love to, to cuddle up with you. Absolutely, yeah. They they seem like they are really snugglers. They love their people, mm-hmm. so they definitely want to be around their people. And, yeah, they, you know, good walk, some good playtime, and, and they're they're set, which is not what we can say about all terriers. So right. if you like the terrier chutzpah, terrier chutzpah, but you don't want the energy level of, say, a Jack Russell, a Patterdale, or a Border Terrier, this might be a good option right. for you. Um, they do have that strong prey drive, so don't let them off leash, whether mm-hmm. it's a squirrel, a chipmunk, a strange cat, or as Jerome told us, a copperhead. And this wasn't in the interview. This was after we were talking. Yeah. But yeah, his uh, his little racy um, came across a snake in the yard and um, it bit her. And then Rocky, Rocky, the dog that... that uh, Is it Rocky or Rocco? It's Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, okay. Rocky It's Bar. the football player. Yeah, Rocky Bryant. <laughs> uh, so he, he jumped in to the... Um, uh, to the ivy or, or brush or straw or whatever. And uh, he got bit twice. He apparently like grabbed it and was like flailing it about. And yeah, um, yeah the, the copperhead bit him twice. And by the grace of God, because Jerome was over at a, his girlfriend's house, he, he took all three dogs with him. Yeah. And, um, and instead of leaving them there, because he didn't know that Racy had gotten bit. He saw that Rocky took off after she kind of jumped back and obviously that was when she was bit, but had no idea she was bit, took all three dogs to the emergency vet. Rocky started to swell up, but then they noticed that Racy started to swell up and, you know, got, thankfully all of them got, um, treated and and taken care of because they're, these guys are the miniature version of rat terriers. So there's two versions, miniature and standard. So they're small. And that's always worried me about being in Georgia with copperheads and having, (laughs) having small dogs is that, you know, you fear that a small dog getting bit is going to die. But thankfully, um, these dogs did not. So I know that's kind of a tangent, Megan, but a very interesting story that he told us. And that that shows, too, how how bonded the dogs are and how, how Rocky went in there to take care of his sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a very interesting story. We, I, I'm telling you, Jerome's knowledge of this breed and, and his experience was 
undeniably special. Yeah. And he's had, he's had rat terriers for years. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, the perfect person to talk to, to give us an insight on what it's like to live your life with uh, rat terriers. And, and we have to say, um, during the, the, um, Corona season of the Braves, they had cutouts, cardboard cutouts that you could buy. And I think the money went to a charitable foundation. And, uh, of course, Jerome is pictured with his three dogs. So All three of them. That, this is the kind of person we're talking to. So he definitely meets the dog nerd criteria. <laughs> and um, I would say that rat terriers, from what we found in our research, they're generally very healthy dogs, especially if you get them from a responsible breeder that's going to um, test for any sort of genetic issues. Um, of course, there are great rescue groups. Um, I believe uh, Jerome's Franco came from just the uh, just a regular Atlanta, Atlanta Humane Society. Yeah, yeah, not a rat terrier specific group. But if you go to ratterrierclubofamerica.org/rescue, you can find uh, rescues across the country, and then in any other country that you're in, just simply Google rat terrier rescue. I'm sure you'll be able to find plenty of information. Um, these are highly trainable, do- highly trainable dogs. They excel at canine sports. They are awesome companion dogs, mm-hmm. family dogs. So Jerome, I think, said these these dogs would be good for first time home or homeowners, <laughs> first time homeowners or or first time dog parents. I think uh, I think that's true. And and you know the fact that they are so easily trained uh, helps with that because you know if you're if you're single like i said earlier and you know you're wanting a dog and you live in an apartment well that dog has to go outside so you know they're they're easy to train um and i you know i think it's a good dog because of their demeanor they're not so high strung or or wound up Uh, i god i love a jack russell terrier but man you've got to really want to you have to be the right have a jack russell terrier in your family because they are they are personality times a hundred yeah, so just a great, great dog. Um, I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. I hope you learned a lot about the breed. And if you have rat terriers, please comment below what we need to know. Share your pictures with us. And you can um, follow us everywhere online at D- Dog Nerd Show, dognerdshow at gmail.com. If you would like to be interviewed about your breed, we can do a Zoom interview. We just like to see your dog on the camera with you, even if for a little bit. So um, we'd love to talk to you about your breed. And we're available on all the podcast networks, so please tune in. We're also available, obviously, on YouTube. And, uh, you know, there's a little button down there. It says subscribe. And when you hit it, then you can hit this bell, and it it tells you when we've got a new video up. And we do these videos bi-monthly, so every two weeks we've got a video coming out, or every other week. I think that's right. Yeah. Every other week we have a video coming out and we are so excited when you guys, you know, comment on, on our videos and give us advice or, or tell us, Hey, have you thought about this, this uh, breed? We really, really enjoy those. We try to interact with you guys as much as possible. And we thank you most of all for tuning in. Yes, it really does excite us when we have comments and new subscriptions. So thank you so much. We appreciate all of you for listening, for watching and getting dog nerdy with us. Until next time. Bye. Bye.